Hi, we're Sam and Bridget, and you're listening to A Walk Across Texas State. Our guest today is Ray Rogers. Ray joined Texas State in October 2019 as the Director of Career Services and brings with him more than 20 years of experience in the field. Prior to joining our team, Ray was the Director of Career Services for St. Edwards University in Austin, and prior to that, Director of Career Services at Rollins College in Winter Park, Florida. So, as you can hear, Ray has a wealth of knowledge and experience in the field of career. We're excited to get to share that with you today. Ray, we're so excited that you're on the podcast today. Um, we've been really fortunate to get to know you and to be able um, just to learn more about you since you joined Texas State and um, joined our team as the leader of our team. Um, yeah, just as, not, not even four months ago. Yeah, yeah. in October. Um, yeah. And so would you mind just kind of introducing yourself maybe to our students or our listeners, letting them know uh, just a little bit about you? Sure, yeah. So um, as you heard, I'm, I'm Ray. I'm the director <laughs> of the Career Center here, not even into my, or just into my fourth month, not quite finished yet. Um, and what that really means is in a place like Texas State um, is sort of helping oversee for all the students and alumni um, what kind of program and support we would have to help our students and alumni achieve career goals. So it's, it's, a, it's a big um, goal that we have uh, in helping all of our students and our alumni. Um, once a bobcat, always a bobcat, as they transition out of uh, their graduate or undergraduate studies here, moving forward. Um, and trying to help them figure out the best career path for them and knowing that that's going to change along the way too as the environment changes a little bit. So with all that we do here in the Career Center, it's a, it's a pretty big responsibility we have, but it's a thing that I think we all really enjoy too. Yeah, I wholeheartedly agree with that and I'm very excited about it. Um, and I love the concept of reaching, you know, attempting to reach all students. That's pretty cool. I also wanted to comment that I think you have a great voice for radio. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> That's the first time I've heard that, but I'll, I'll take that compliment. Very, very calming to listen to. Um, so we know that you've been in the field of career for a long time, and we heard that you started out all the way back in the beginning as a student worker. And... As the student employment specialist, that makes me very happy to talk about. And so I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit more about that, uh, maybe what year you were when you started the department and what got you into that position. Sure, ha happy to do that. Um, so when I was an undergraduate, and I, I was an undergrad at a state university here in Texas, Midwestern State University, which is up in North Texas, Wichita Falls, where I was born. Um, so went there. And um, initially was not working on campus, but because I got laid off from my off-campus job, um, that, that business went out of business. So I uh, found my myself um, at a really good opportunity to work on campus. Because I was president of my fraternity, um, I got to know the dean of students really well. So you get to sit in front of him and defend the group of guys that haven't been doing all the right things all the time a lot and he apparently was impressed and um, offered me a position to work in the Dean of Students office which 
turned out just to be a fantastic opportunity for me. It was sort of one of those things at the time where it seemed like, yeah, that'll work because I'll be able to go ahead and, and get some income and stay on campus and I don't have to worry about parking issues and moving my car and that kind of thing. So it seemed like the right thing at the time, but it's one of those moments where your job kind of clicks with you. And so I always sort of refer to this when I was doing career advising, um, finding magnetic north on your career compass. And so for me, that was the point where I said, okay, this is it. This is sort of what I want to do um, for, for a whole host of reasons and really changed my career trajectory. Had a really good mentor in the Dean of Students um, there who encouraged me and introduced me to the career field that I got into and um, encouraged me to go on to grad school and take my first few jobs in um, higher education, which eventually led me to here. Um, I've been working in career services in higher ed probably for maybe, gosh, is it maybe 23 years now? And been in higher ed for a little over 25 as a, as a full-time professional anyway. Um, and, I, and I sort of like to look backwards and connect the dots looking backwards to see, you know, what were some of those big decisions along the way that sort of got me to where I am. And that real, really that very first one was accepting that job in the dean of students office. If had I not done that, um, yeah, I, I probably would be an accountant somewhere because I was an accounting major at the time as an undergrad and that was what I thought I wanted to do then. Um, and it, it, it's for me anyway, it's sort of a good example of how sometimes the, the big decisions we feel we have to make that we get all concerned about, while they can be important and often are, sometimes it's really these smaller, seemingly insignificant decisions that we make that lead our career trajectory later on. But you don't recognize that until it's ended. You don't recognize that until you're looking backwards, connecting the dots, thinking, okay, that, that was the big thing there that really made a big difference for me. I, it was really great to hear about how much a part-time job that you had during your undergrad degree really impacted your career. I think a lot of times when I meet with students to work on their resumes or to talk about the experiences that they have, they're really quick to discount the different part-time jobs that they've had while they were in college, whether that is on campus or off campus. Um, but we all know that you gain so many valuable skills in those part-time jobs. Um, can you just speak a little bit about that, Ray? It's, it's a great point, too. And, and the students that I've worked with over the years, I, I think that's real common because it is, it is often a student comes to college and they've got work experience, but they discount it because they don't see it as professional work experience, or they don't see it as related to the path they want to go into. The bi big trend, though, that we work with students on is discovering the transferability of skills, the transferability of experience and knowledge. I worked um, in a grocery store sacking groceries throughout all of high school. Um, again, this was when minimum wage. I know I started at 335 there, maybe ended at 350 an hour but um, gosh and you know if you're a sacker in a grocery store you, you know what an awful job every awful <laughs> job in a grocery store is done by the sackers in the grocery store whether it be a cleanup on aisle five whether it be taking the trash out at night 
um, whatever the case is, they do a lot more than sack groceries. And I, I remembered when I went to college and I was trying to get a job um, working in a in a clothing store off campus. I I didn't really realize then how transferable some of the skills I had were um, because there's a work ethic you develop. There is an understanding of, in that case, customer service and how to work with people. I also learned a lot about how to work with supervisors that I just did not agree with or get along with. Um, there's, there's so much that you can describe um, from any work experience and also describe what you learned from it. I think one of the things that is real important for us to work with our students on is to think about when things didn't go right, when you had a perceived failure in a job, how do you turn that into a positive when you're applying for a new job? And it's all about what you learned from it and what you would now do differently in that same situation, knowing what you now know from that experience. So I, I think any, any job experience is good. And what I found employers interested in is, is students who can think outside the box, who can be quick on their feet, who are enthusiastic about their job, who are curious uh, and ask questions because they want to learn more about progressing. And I think regardless whether we have been mowing lawns, whether we have been working uh, as a sack or in a grocery store, or any other kind of a job, um, there's a whole host of things that you can do um, that demonstrate the transferability of that experience and those skills to a whole host of other jobs. And that's one of the things we do. I mean, that's kind of the magic that we do as career advisors um, is to help students recognize that as we're writing resumes, helping them prepare for interviews, and hopefully these are skills that they are taking with them as they prepare for variety of careers after they graduate. Yeah. I So something that you mentioned is you mentioned this idea of a magnetic north. Um, and so I guess like listening to your to your story um, and the um, going from accounting, um, you know, to to a career in, in higher education, that's it's very different. And so I guess like when you had that moment, was it really like, I guess, how did you know when you had that magnetic north moment? And then how did you like have the confidence or kind of what made you feel like, okay, I, I can do this. I can change this path. Right. So it, I think it's mainly because it happened at a time, like many of our students do, um, you're, you're in college, you're in your first or second year, and you're struggling really either externally or just keeping it to yourself internally, thinking, I don't really know what I want to do. I'm enjoying my time in college, perhaps. I either am or I'm not enjoying my classes. Um, and here's the story I've been telling people all along when they ask me what I'm going to do after I graduate. Um, but I was struggling quite a bit, and I hadn't really figured out what to do with that yet. And so because this all happened at a time um, when I was sort of questioning, you know, what, what my career path might be, um, 
I think finding an opportunity where you really get to experience, um, at least in a in a paraprofessional part-time way, um, and get to be exposed to a career field that speaks to you really well, um, I think it can be pretty profound because it can ground you in your studies in college, but also give you um, a lot more reason to continue to move forward. I took, I took five years to graduate, and it was not at all because um, I couldn't get the classes or I was just sloughing off. It, it was because I had such a good time as an undergrad, and so much of that was because of I really liked being around the college environment. I liked working in the dean of students' office. I was there th- for three years and um, got to be part of a lot of the different programs that we had put on. And, and I knew that was my career trajectory, so I had the opportunity um, to stretch it out over five years, and I'm really glad that I did. So I, th- I think finding uh, that point where you see sort of your skills, your experience, what your passion and interest are kind of click with a career field, um, it can be a really big moment in your life. And I, and I certainly remember that, and, and it's really carried me through. And here, here I am all, all these years later. I've, I've worked at three different institutions of higher education as a full-time professional, private, public now, um, even religiously affiliated. And um, there's, a, there's a, a theme that has sort of carried through all of those, which is um, the opportunity to get to be part of students' lives at a point in their in their life that is so meaningful and important, um, and there's the career planning piece is such an important part of what a student goes through, either during that time of life or also because they're in college. But I think it's just a real honor to get to be part of that and help form and support that in what we do in our work and career services. What are your thoughts on major and careers? It, it's a great question, Sam, that you ask. Um, so disclosure, I have worked at a liberal arts career center uh, the majority of my professional life, um, working in a career center that supported a liberal arts uh, college or university. And so my um, thinking on the role of major is certainly influenced by that. Because typically when you look at liberal arts majors, there is a perception that um, those majors don't have a direct correlation with a career. Some would even go so far as to say that those who do not know what they want to do major in liberal arts because they don't know what they want to do. And I, I don't think that is true. Um, what I think is true, and this is true for liberal arts majors or any other majors, is that the major is a component of your education, but it is not the primary dictator of what you're going to do after you graduate. And I don't just say that because my intuition tells me that or my anecdotal experience tells me that. There are many, many studies out there that show this. Um, There are many indirect career paths that folks take, but they're not necessarily dependent upon their major. The big thing that makes, uh, I think, the difference for students in helping choose a career path and what really suggests what they're going to do after they graduate is a lot more of the intangible um, experience that they have, either learning about leadership or volunteer work or part-time jobs and certainly internships and research experience and fellowships that they do where you are gaining 
compare professional experience and real world experience that suggests the field that you might want to go into. And so when our students do internships that don't necessarily directly relate to the undergraduate major, I think that's fine and I, I support that. Internships have become such a big um, such a big force for college students now. We, we encourage students to do multiple internships prior to graduation, whether those be for credit or not, um, to gain that because we know that that's some of the most valuable experience employers will look at. So if, if I choose a major that I want to study, that's, that, I'm, that it interests me, I think that's great because that's what's going to help propel you through your four or so years in college to get that great GPA, which we know is important. Um, because it's going to be what you're studying, what your research project's on, what the faculty want to talk about in class and, the, and just sort of your focus while you're there. But that doesn't necessarily mean that that somehow comes together into a specific job that is also going to motivate you. You know, a good example, you know, the, the concept of, of studying psychology as a psychology major is very different than going into a field of work that requires um, that kind of background, whether that be, you know, counseling or becoming a psychologist. Those are different, different skill sets, different interests. Um, so for a student who is majoring in a field but doesn't necessarily see a career field for them, I think the best thing for them to do is to start exploring things either parallel to their major or outside of their major completely where they're getting some experience there. Um, and that's really what, what is going to make the difference when they get time to start job searching and looking for jobs. We know that employers look for meaningful, relevant work experience. We know but that is one of the highest things um, and predictors of someone being placed at an opportunity. So I, th I think the major is important in that it, it encourages and supports what you're doing in college. Um, but in many cases, it, it's not the defining factor in terms of what kind of careers that you're going to do or certainly what you're going to be limited to after graduation. I love that concept of a student taking control of their own sort of career destiny. Um, and so what we like to do at the end of these episodes we've learned is try to tie it back to our students in real practical ways. So right now today, what could a student be doing to begin taking control of their own career path? So big question, and, and there's a lot um, to that. I think some of the, the basic and, and more I guess global themes to that would be to keep a real open mind in terms of what may happen and what opportunities might be in front of you. There's, there's a quote about how opportunity favors the prepared. And what that means to me is, is be prepared for unexpected opportunities to happen and be in a situation where you can take advantage of them at the times that you do. If we are so focused on a certain path that we're on that we don't observe and don't see opportunities around us, um, 
I think it can be limiting because some of those opportunities are often those those tangents that you get on that take you to some pretty great places in in life, but certainly in your career path also. So I think one is, is be open to some new ideas, be open to the change that might happen as you are learning more and discovering more opportunity as you go forward, but then also don't be afraid um, to be the one directing the path yourself. When you are... Um, in an employee or a volunteer, or certainly when you're in school, um, take it upon yourself to learn uh, from the experience of others. There's a lot of folks around you who've got great career experience, great career trajectories that they've been on to uh, lead them to where they are now. Um, and certainly in, in the internship experience, as I explained before, you're in charge of, of what you learn there, so don't be afraid to raise your hand and ask for an experience or an opportunity that might not have already been there for you. And this continues after graduation. I mean, as, as we know, um, we will get a first job. It may not be everything we wanted it to be, um, but be prepared for what that next step might be. So be thinking about who is in your network and who serves as a good reference for you and who might be a mentor either within your company or outside of the company that, that you're with? Who can you share concerns with and learn from? Um, always be growing your, your networking garden, tend to that. Um, and, I, and I think that in most situations that'll, that'll carry you in the right direction regardless if you're consciously aware of it or not. Thank you, Ray. Yeah, thanks, Ray. Well, thanks, y'all. I've enjoyed the time <laughs> spending um, sharing some of my thoughts with you guys. Appreciate the invitation. A Walk Across Texas State is produced and edited by Zachary Webb and student producer Zach Blue. Music by Richard Hall. For free resources and additional information about our services, head over to careerservices.txstate.edu and follow us on social media at TXSTCareers. Thanks for listening, and we hope to see you soon.